From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News. I'm Michelle Blackwell. On Monday, December 12th, the Fort Bragg City Council swore in their newly elected and re-elected members. Three of the current council members will continue to serve. Marsha Raffinen, Lindy Peters, and Tess Alvin-Smith. Jason Gadecki, a local artist with several prominent murals in Fort Bragg and a middle school art teacher, is the only new council member. We sat down with Gadecki and Alvin Smith to get their thoughts on the election. Thank you, Jason, for talking with us today. Is this your first elected office? It absolutely is. I hadn't, it hadn't been something on my radar running, running for office. I'd been involved in politics just as like a canvasser, a volunteer. So this was a new thing for me. Why did you decide to run? One of the things was just wanting to invest in the process. A couple of years back, I think they had to appoint council members because nobody ran. And I felt like it was important that we have a, a healthy slate of candidates. And also, I was concerned about things that were happening on the mill site and just wanted to make sure that the community ended up continuing to have a voice in any development that was happening happening out there. You received the highest number of votes for the long-term council seat at 26%. What messaging do you think resonated most with the voters of Fort Bragg? I don't think it was a particular issue. I think there was actually a lot of overlap among the candidates in terms of things that we we value and, and feel that are priorities, whether it's water security or housing, trying to support housing across the boards. It was probably a couple of things. It did not hurt me that I am a teacher and that I know so many students, literally hundreds of students. But I think it's also just that I talked to a lot of people during the campaign. I interviewed uh, you know, city staff and council members to get more information so that I could be a little bit more informed on the campaign trail. And I talked to people in their businesses, and I walked through a lot of the town. I really spoke to a lot of people on their doorsteps. You are a middle school teacher and a well-known local artist. How will you balance all of these roles with being on the city council? Before actually considering running for uh, council, I had moved to job sharing with another artist. So I actually teach half time now. I'm I'm uh, just teaching three classes in the afternoons. And quite honestly, it would not have occurred to me to run unless I had gone to that job share situation. It gives me bandwidth to do both do the campaigning and the work of council. What are the top issues Fort Bragg is facing that you'd like to help address? I think that a lot of us have concerns about the availability and afford- affordability of housing, and that's really from top to bottom. Whether it's new professionals coming into the community or, or people who are living here right now who are, who are really being stretched in terms of their income or just not being able to find places. Another one that is uh, a big deal, and there's been a lot of talk about it, and I think the city's actually doing some very positive things on this, is water security. That's something I think that we can feel pretty good about what our public works department has been doing. Do you support the current council's lawsuit against the skunk train? I was very open on the campaign trail and even in meeting with executives of the railway about concerns that I and other residents have about whether they can use eminent domain or threaten eminent domain or whether they can circumvent regulatory oversight. That's something I feel strongly about. I want a level playing field that way. Tess Alvin Smith was a write-in candidate and won her seat by a razor-thin three votes. You won by three votes. When did you actually know you were reelected? Um, last Friday, I had been told that Katrina Bartolome County Registrar would be finished with her count by probably by the end of last week. She had 30 days from the election to finish. The city manager called me and told me the good news. What does such a slim margin tell you about voting in general? It says that a write-in candidate has a really low probability of getting in. The people that are on the ballot, Marsha Raffinen got to put city council as her title. 
even though she's not an incumbent, that gets votes. Michelle Roberts got to put planning commissioner as her title, and she got votes. I was not even on the ballot, and you'd have to know to write my name in. The people that voted for me really wanted me to be on there, and they had to write my name in. Do you remember how many votes you got last time you ran? Yes, I was in third place the first time I ran in 2018, and I've got about 850 votes. You ran as a writing candidate. How is that different than a normal campaign? Well, it's a lot more expensive. (laughs) What are your priorities for the next four years? We have a lot of work to do. One of them is the coastal plan. This is the LCP, and this will address sea level rise, among other things. We also have to address where the housing can be. If we do housing on the mill site, we have to account for sea level rise, among other things. The harbor is going to be part of that. We have to address dying vegetation along the coast. A lot of that fire would have taken care of normally, but these plants and trees and stuff are a very fire hazard. We have an issue with the skunk train that has to be resolved. We don't believe the skunk train has the power of eminent domain, that they're not a public carrier at this point in their existence, and therefore they can't just do whatever they want on the mill site. Housing is a huge priority. And so finding adequate housing for workforce housing and low-income housing, just housing in general, this has to be addressed. And we have a community land trust that has just started, and we need to get funding for that so we can help people with mortgages, interest rates, and that sort of thing. My passion I guess, is parks and recreation. I would love to see us work a little bit harder on um, getting more fields, more tennis courts, more pickup ball courts, more park areas. I'd love to see Otis Johnson Park developed as a real trail system and let the public know about where to find redwoods right in the city of Fort Bragg. Approximately 60% of Fort Bragg's registered voters showed up at the polls or mailed in their ballots, according to County Clerk Katrina Bartolome. This compares to 70% that voted in the 2018 midterms. Bartolome also said that while writing candidates do win on occasion, it is a rare occurrence. For KZYX News, I'm Michelle Blackwell. For all our news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.